Hey, it's episode 73 of Vegas Revealed. And the iHeartRadio Music Festival returns to Las Vegas with an all-star lineup. We run down the stars who are set to perform and the new venue that will be part of the action. Plus, the Win Buffet is set to reopen. I know a lot of people will be excited about that. And Sean and I travel to the Tropicana for a classic longtime Las Vegas show, hosted by longtime headliner and drag diva Frank Marino. After COVID and now we have freedom to see shows and to be in shows, it's such a strange feeling because... I had 37 years of just showing up to a hotel and performing every night and then went 15 months with doing absolutely nothing. I mean, literally, my house is so clean, all I have left is the roof to vacuum and I'll be done. You definitely want to stay tuned for all that Frank has to say. Let's get that wheel spinning. Let's do it. Welcome, everyone, to episode 73 of Vegas Revealed. Dana Roselli and Sean McAllister coming at you from the Hard Rock Cafe on the Las Vegas Strip. Yeah, events are back in Las Vegas. People are back in Las Vegas. And we're here at the Hard Rock Cafe to really uh, get the celebration going for the 50th anniversary of Hard Rock Cafes around the world, which is so exciting. It really is. And they have so much to announce and have announced because when you're listening to this, the event will be over. But we are helping to announce a bunch of new things today and celebrate here in Las Vegas. You know, the original Hard Rock opened in London, uh, but here in Las Vegas, people visit from all over the world. So there is kind of a special you know, meaning behind our, our cafe here. I was even looking through my drawers and found at least three t-shirts that I have from the Hard Rock. Well, I remember growing up as a kid, I would see people in that Hard Rock shirt and I'd be like, oh my gosh, that is the coolest thing ever. And I want to be a part of that coolness too and get one of those shirts. Finally, my parents came out to Las Vegas on vacation and brought me back a Hard Rock shirt, and I thought I was the coolest kid on the block. Well, you were, you were. And how cool is it that we get to talk to Jeremy Sanborn, the general manager of the Hard Rock Cafe that is on the Las Vegas Strip, with a place that everyone around the world knows about. What are some of the things that you feel like people need to know about the Hard Rock Cafe? Well, I think some of the best stuff is that You know, being 50 years old, we have such a thick history of culture with the cafes. They really embrace all kinds of music from heavy metal to even R&B and rap and everything. It all kind of falls under our umbrella. We just have an awesome time spreading that joy and that culture and that feeling of of hospitality and real warmness from our staff to our guests as they come in from all over the world. Sean and I were commenting on the patio. Yeah, the patio is great. It's a great brunch spot too. We really love our breakfast here. Not a lot of Hard Rocks do breakfast. We are one of the first ones to do it, and we are so successful with it. A lot of other cafes picked it up because of us. Um, But we do an outstanding uh, endless mimosas um, Thursday through Monday. And so it's, and and we've got like just our chicken and waffle is the the absolute best breakfast thing. And you have an international superstar ambassador that has partnered with Hard Rock for this 50th anniversary celebration. Make the big reveal. Who is it? 
So we were so excited to announce on uh, June 10th, a couple days back, that uh, Hard Rock and Leo Messi have paired to uh, really kind of push both brands forward and and to partner together. We've got some outstanding uh, Leo Messi uh, merchandise and T-shirts and sweatshirts. And it's just so exciting because he's such a huge soccer star or football star, which is also where our merchandise kind of got its roots. So it's really great. And I was going to say, tell that story, because I think a lot of people don't realize that, because I have had people ask me, well, uh, you know, why a sports star and why a soccer player? How does this work? And, and you know, why was he the one that they approached for this? Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, he's just a huge brand worldwide. But soccer is huge for the Hard Rock as well, because in in the original London Cafe, there was a a local sports soccer team, a youth sports soccer team that... um, was looking for a sponsor for their team, and Hard Rock stepped up and made some T-shirts for that team. Uh, a lot of the parents and uh, fans of that team loved it so much they wanted Hard Rock Cafe shirts to support that team. Uh, and from there, it was just sort of born. We started making more and more T-shirts, and they started selling out of the cafe. Uh, and um, the, you know, the rest is history. Okay, come visit the Hard Rock Cafe on the Strip. It's three levels. There's live music at times, great food, and a patio that sits right on the Strip. The great view. I, you you have to make it a part of your next Las Vegas trip for sure. Thank you so much, and congratulations on 50 years of the Hard Rock Cafe. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. And they'll be making more announcements through the year. Follow them on Instagram. It's HRC Vegas Strip. And Dana, since we're on the topic of food, we have yet another buffet that is reopened. This one over at the Wynn. We have been awaiting the return of the Wynn Buffet because it's pretty fantastic. It is. And I remember when we did the opening of the Caesars Bacchanal Buffet, the question we kept getting after that was, is the Wynn Buffet open yet? Is the Wynn Buffet going to open? Is it going to reopen? (laughs) Well, and a lot of people, especially locals, make a tradition out of going to the win for special occasions. Maybe it's like Easter brunch or for a, a birthday celebration mm-hmm. or when, you know, special family comes into town. They make a point of going to the Wynn Buffet because it is so good. The, so the great news is that the Wynn Buffet is reopening, but there are some changes. Yeah. And, you know, another reason people go is it's so pretty, you know, for, I mean, I want to say like, you know, we have a lot of nice buffets around town, but this one really is like, you're like, wow, is this a buffet? Well, it's very luxury. <laughs> it's very for sure. a luxury buffet, yeah. right? You're right. But with some changes, it's going to reopen on July 1st. So, you know, it's right around the corner. And when we talk about how pretty it is, I guess new to the buffet, ready for this? A revamped entrance with eight live royal palms imported Ooh. from South Florida. Oh, <laughs> the exotic locale of Southern Florida. That's right. But <laughs> another question we kept getting when we went to the Caesars Buffet was, are you serving yourself? And uh, with the Wind Buffet, it, it's a different kind of take on it. It's like, yes, but no. Yeah, so there are 16 different food stations. You know, there's a different food from around the world. But what the win is doing is they're having pre plated food selections so you essentially go to the food station you grab a plate with food already on it and then you go back to your seat eat your plate of food and then go get a new plate of food and the variety so there's 16 stations okay there's going to be an eggs benedict station which sounds great a pancake station 
which features flavors such as like red velvet, chocolate chip, buttermilk, Ooh. vanilla bean. Doesn't mm. that sound oh, great? Vanilla bean pancakes. Uh, I know. Then there's a Mexican station as well, and it's going to offer all sorts of different things. Mexican street corn, green chili, and cheese tamales. Then they have a barbecue station where you can pick up apparently some barbecue pork, beef ribs, dry rubbed rotisserie chicken, honey glaze, cornbread, all the fixings. So a lot of variety here. Not bad, okay? For breakfast, $38.99 per person. Okay. Thursday through Monday. Which, you know, is over the weekend, a busy time. Yeah. 40 bucks, all you can eat. 10 to 3 p.m. for brunch, $45.99. Okay. And then for dinner, $64.99 per person. Weekend brunch available Saturday and Sunday, and that's $48.99 per person. Wow. And then endless pours are also available for an additional $24.99 per person for diners age 21 and up. I like the uh, never-ending pour. Yeah. And children age 2 and under dine for free. All right. Yeah. So load up the stroller and go to the buffet. I know. <laughs> oh, and 3 to 9-year-old dine for half price. Oh, okay. Come on, right, kids. Good. We're going to the buffet. Hey, you know, for um, for everything that they offer at that Win Buffet, those are really competitive prices in comparison to uh, other buffets on the Las Vegas Strip. So not too bad. I'm impressed. Yeah. So July 1st, the Win Buffet reopens. All right. Looking ahead to fall, Dana, we have the return of the iHeartRadio Music Festival, which has become an annual tradition here in Las Vegas. Last year, obviously that couldn't happen, but they are back this year. iHeartRadio Music Festival taking place September 17th and 18th over at T-Mobile Arena. And they are also doing a daytime stage for daytime performances. This time it's going to be at Area 15. I know. I was surprised to hear that. I think that's really cool. It is. And that's a a great, that's one of the newer spaces that's opened over the past year. So if you haven't been to Vegas since 2019, Area 15 is going to be new to you. And there is a lot there to Mm -hmm. go and see and experience. Obviously, it's a live performance venue as well. Um, But should we dive into some of these performers? Yeah, and I was going to say, I mean, just looking at the daytime stage, what sticks out to me is Olivia Rodrigo. I mean, she's huge right now, and that is a get. You know, she sings that song, Driver's License. And many others that she's just released. Right, right, She's been on the charts at number one for like weeks and weeks and weeks. And uh, they even uh, did a parody of her song on Saturday Night Live. (laughs) That was great. So you know that when you hit Saturday Night Live, you have made it big time. Yes. So she'll be performing at the daytime stage September 18th along with other groups like All Time Low and Russell Dickerson, Tate McRae, Conan Gray. Pretty good lineup. Yeah, also... uh, DaBaby and Sweetie, also on the daytime stage. So weedy. So weedy? No, I don't know. I'm just saying that's what it looks like. Oh, it is? No. It is. No, I think you said it right. I'm just kind of joking. I, did, I don't know. I, it's I didn't a- see the extra A in there. <laughs> We're showing our age. Oh. S-A-W-E-E-T-I-E. So weedy. <laughs> Look her up on Spotify, and then you can come and hear, hear So Weedy in person at the iHeartRadio Music Festival. Taking the main stage, though, inside T-Mobile Arena, we have artists like Billie Eilish, Cheap Trick, Coldplay, Dua Lipa, Ooh. Florida Georgia Line, Journey, Khalid, Lil Baby, Maroon 5, 
Nelly, Sam Hunt, and Weezer. Wow. That's a hell of a lineup. It is a great lineup. And it's always interesting, whenever I've gone to iHeart in the past, I go in wanting to see, like, really looking forward to, like, whoever I pick. That You know, I think it was one year was, you know, Rihanna, another year was Usher. But I'm always amazed that I walk away enjoying some of the other performances more than the one that I even went in looking forward to. So I think it's, you know, you never know what you're going to get. It's it's true. And I know uh, it, several years ago, One Direction was playing. Mm. And I was backstage in the interview room. But I was kind of in between interview rooms. And I was out in the hallway when the guys were coming out of the the still photography room. And so we were like passing each other kind of face to face because the crowd was so thick in the hallway. And it was like, I didn't realize at first who was even walking out of the room. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, maybe oh, wait they a were, second. I think it, this is One Direction. It was it because they're going in One Direction? <laughs> they were all going the same direction. They were all going the same direction. This was before they split up to do their solo careers. <laughs> I really need to take my comedy act to the stage. You do. Um, it's time, Roselli. No, but that must have been fun and exciting. They always have the best artists at iHeart. There are. And Paul McCartney was playing one mm. year. I mean, Pink has played there. Just about everybody has mm. played at the iHeart Radio Music Festival. If you have the chance come out and experience it because it is amazing. Again, it's the two-day event, iHeartRadio Music Festival and Daytime Village, September 17th and 18th. All right. Yeah, and I haven't been to it at, since it's been at T-Mobile Arena. I've only gone to the MGM Grand Garden Arena. Mm, right. Yeah. Where The longtime home. All right. What else is going on? we got a couple new shows to announce. Van Morrison's coming to Coliseum at Caesars Palace in 2022 in February. So that's kind of exciting. And then Rod Stewart announced Sir Rod Stewart. Sir. Yes. Announced he's back. You need to put the sir in there. He's <laughs> earned that royal title. And you know what's so fun about Rod Stewart's show is I, I, I hope that this doesn't uh, ruin it for anybody going to see him. But, you know, he's a big soccer fan. Yes. He's from the UK. He kicks soccer balls up yeah. into the crowd and he goes all the way. He can kick soccer balls <laughs> all the way from the stage up into the third balcony. Wow. Yeah. I, I've been there before and they're flying everywhere. I mean, he's got a <laughs> leg on him. Yeah, he does. And that was one of my su- shows that I actually really enjoyed and was surprised going in. Like, I like Rod Stewart. You know, I know all Rod Stewart songs, but I wasn't like, you know, it wasn't my bucket list show. But then I left going, that was one of the best shows. It was so great. And he did do fun stuff like kicking the soccer balls and having fun. And I remember I went with a, a friend of mine who's about uh, 15 to 20 years older than me. And she was in heaven. Ah. She was like, <laughs> Sir Rod. Right, anyway, he's, yeah, he's still Loving looking good. hot legs. Yeah, hot legs. <laughs> oh, and side note, Justin Bieber is playing at the Encore for one special evening only. And it's sold out. So we don't even get a chance to talk about that on the podcast because in and out. Yeah. Done. And you know, Dana, we've been waiting to see uh, who was going to end up being a headliner over at the New Virgin Hotel, which is the former Hard Rock Hotel mm-hmm. and Casino. There's the theater over there that really was iconic, known as The Joint. Right. Now it's called The Theater. <laughs> at Virgin Hotels, and the lineup of entertainment has just been announced over there, uh, including Gary Clark Jr., Lady A, the Nashville, huge Nashville stars, uh, Dropkick Murphys in Rancid, okay, 
are among the lineup, along with uh, Machine Gun Kelly and Primus are all a part of the lineup over there. All right, so something for everyone over at the theater. Yeah, and uh, tickets for all of those shows are on sale now. Now, we've been talking so much about shows coming back in Las Vegas. So this week, we actually traveled to the Tropicana. Yeah, and not only did we sit in the theater seats to take in some of the entertainment over there, but then we went backstage for a great chat. Well, we just got out of seeing the longest-running show on the Las Vegas Strip, and now, Sean... We are backstage with the longest-running headliner in Las Vegas, Frank Marino. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you guys had a good time, but the way you say that, I seem very old. (laughs) Well, you know, there's something to be said. When you keep going and going and going, you know the jokes are good. And Frank, you're the ultimate diva. You've had so many shows on the Las Vegas Strip. Now you're in Legends. And might I say, classics never go out of style. That's right. Oh, I like that. I'm going to use that. I know. I like that. First of all, how does it feel to be back on stage? Just in general, thank after COVID and now we have freedom to see shows and to be in shows. It's such a strange feeling because I had 37 years of just showing up to a hotel and performing every night and then went 15 months with doing absolutely nothing. I mean, literally, my house is so clean. All I have left is the roof to vacuum and I'll be done. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? We couldn't get out. And now... The audiences are great because they're getting their freedom back. This horrible disease is slowly going away. And, you know, it's it's you're back doing what you did. And I always wanted a staycation. I will never ask for that wish again because I just stayed too long. I have enough for the rest of my life. I could work from every day here on it. And I've got to tell you, Frank, my cheeks are still hurting from laughing so hard. Your jokes are hilarious. And it's all brand new material. Well, You know what it is? Being locked up like we all were for 15 months, you sit there and you look at the hypocrisy in the world of all these different things going on, some true, some not true, some exaggerated, and you, you, it was so much easier to get material sitting in front of what I want to say the fake news stations, you know, because every single station competes with the other station saying, oh, what they said isn't true, what we said is true with that one. So you don't know who to believe anymore, and you just make a joke about it, and that's how you get out of this whole situation. And it seems like people relate, because the audience was laughing tonight. You could hear the howling, and it's like everyone could relate, and I think everyone's ready to laugh, don't you? That's Yes, and, you know, my jokes are on the the crazy things like lines at Costco and people hoarding hand sanitizer and stuff like that, you know, and... We all were in the same, for once, the entire country was in the same place at the same time, so everybody could relate to monologues like that and jokes about the happenings in the world. Frank Marino starring in Legends in Concert. Why does this work so well? Well, Legends is a very family show, and I make a joke that I'm a little salty when I do my humor, so... It's still a family show, but I say it's a dysfunctional family show now. But it's Las Vegas, so the people know. We go If you're going to see a drag queen in Las Vegas, you know they're going to be a little bit spicy. And I think I get sort of a pass with that. Whereas if a regular male or female comedian did a joke similar to my joke, it might be a little bit tough. But I think because of being in the makeup and in the gowns and making fun of myself being in the makeup and gowns, I get a little bit of a leeway to do a little bit more than the average comedian. I think so. And I love that you really point out some of the highlights of the show, too, like the live band, which is rare, and the showgirl dancers and all the things that you have up there with you. 
Yeah, that's the one good thing about Legends. It's got music, it's got dancing, it's got comedy, it's got fashion. Did you like my new gowns? Weren't they great? Loved them. Amazing. (laughs) So I changed them all today. I just, you know, said, oh, I want to spice it up for myself as well. And we did. Um, But that's the thing. As long as you could have fun doing, and I do that stuff to entertain myself. The new jokes entertain me. The new gowns entertain me. So if you're up there having fun, 9 out of 10, the audience is going to have a good time. So if somebody comes and sees you next week and they come back into town or bring family in another two weeks, will they ever see the same gown twice? They might see the same gown twice, depending on my mood. But I'll be honest with you. We drive in and at that point, I don't know what I'm going to wear. And as you guys already know, I don't know what I'm going to say. It just comes out. Well, that's the thing. If you look at your closet, I was looking in your dressing room. I understand you could just stand there and, you know, it'd take a little while to pick what you want to wear because you've got so many choices. And, and the, the, the fun thing is, you know, it's not only the outfits, but it's the outfit, it's the gown, it's the wigs, it's the uh, shoes, it's the jewelry. So every night you could mix everything up and just have a, you know, a little bit of fun. And the audience loved the fashion. So when you know you're going to come out and they're just going to start clapping for the outfit before you even open your mouth, that's a lot of fun too. But, and you got a standing ovation tonight as you stepped back out on stage. So I, I think that's a, a testament to how badly people want to see you back on stage. So congratulations on being back. Thank you so much. You know, I'm, I'm just curious uh, before we go, Frank, I'm curious when you get out on stage after being home for so long, because I know that some people have really gotten accustomed to just being comfortable at home and they weren't, you know, feeling like they wanted to get back to work, but they weren't sure how it was going to make them feel. How has it made you feel being out there? Do you feel that's, alive? <laughs> that's the best question anybody's ever asked me. And here's the thing. When I was working, I always said I would have nothing to do if I didn't have to work six days a week. Right. And then when I was off totally for 15 months, the first five or six were difficult, but then you slip into this, this ain't so bad. You know what I'm saying? It ain't so bad. And then when you go back to work, you're like, you know, I'm too young to stop working. You go back and then you feel like I don't mind working. So it depends on what you're doing that you could easily slip into the direction, you know, that you didn't think you'd be going in. Because if you saw me two years before the pandemic, I would have said, I'll never retire. But then I was like, gosh, I kind of like being able to do whatever I want to do whenever I want to do it. But you're talking about somebody for 37 years would come to the strip, drive into a hotel and do a show. And then I had nowhere to go, nowhere to drive, no reason to go anywhere. You know, you couldn't go anywhere. So it was really hard. And you learn new words like Uber Eat and you learn (laughs) Zoom and you learn. Yeah, I literally have a Zoom room, basically. I do all my interviews in a Zoom camera. So I never Zoomed before. (laughs) You're talking to somebody that has a fax machine. So this is very new to me and a record player and a CD player. Listen, I email Frank sometimes and it's at at (laughs) AOL.com. Hey, you know, I'm with you. I still have the Hotmail. So Uh, there you go. Oh, that's bad, too. I didn't even know. I didn't know that one was dated, too. Oh, my God. I love it. Frank, if people want discounted tickets, is that running for a little while? Yes. um, Frank, 40. Um, after my age, and um, <laughs> you could get 40% off your ticket. So if you go to uh, the Tropicana or you go to Ticketmaster, Frank 40 will save you 40%. So 
you know what? Let's get our stimulus checks together, people. Let's put our money out because if you're going to spend that money on something positive, this is the thing to do with it. Frank Marino, always a pleasure to see you and congratulations thank on being you, back on stage. Thank you. And I want you to know I was sober. I'm just naturally crazy. Thank you, Frank. Yeah, he's always amazing. Yeah, Frank is, he's an entertainment legend here in Las Vegas, and he's toured all over the United States and in Europe, so he's known worldwide and has quite a following. So what a treat it was for his fans and followers to know that he is now the MC of Legends in Concert. And these are uh, tribute performers for, uh, I mean, major artists. There have been... Uh, performers who get up there and uh, perform as Adele, Barbara Streisand, Garth Brooks, Elvis Presley. Of course, he's your favorite guy, isn't he? I know. He's always there, and he's he was in the show. Uh, when we say tribute artists, sometimes people think like they're going to get out and lip sync. But no, these folks in Legends actually sing the songs and look the part so it's really fun to watch them. In this specific show that Sean and I went to, we saw a Rod Stewart, an Elvis, a Tina Turner. The Tropicana is a beautiful showroom. If you get a chance, check out Legends. You just you'll be entertained no matter what. You'll enjoy yourself. It it is a Vegas staple, and boy, just a great laugh with Frank Marino as host. And heads up, everyone, Resorts World opens this week. I can't believe it's here already. But don't think we're leaving them out because next week we are going to have everything Resorts World. That's right, Dana. We are headed over to the property. So we're getting a sneak peek inside before the doors open. And then, of course, we're going to be there on June 24th for the big grand opening party. So we will have everything covered for you next episode. Uh, hey, Dana, what do you say we get into our tips? Let's do it. We learned a really good tip this week, didn't we? Because we had to use a certain parking garage. We did. So as we were hosting uh, the 50th anniversary celebration over at Hard Rock Cafe, we learned that the parking garage that is attached to Hard Rock Cafe and the Showcase Theater is a great, almost a hidden secret. There's an entrance right off of Las Vegas Boulevard to pull into the garage, and you can park there, especially if you're going to see the Golden Knights play, because T-Mobile Arena is literally right across the street. This is a great option and a great uh, parking venue for you. If you're going down to the game, maybe get there early. Park at the showcase for cheaper than it would be mm -hmm. if you were going to go and park it and get game day parking. Mm -hmm. So just keep that in mind. Yeah, I think it's like 14 bucks is the max. Yeah. So, I mean, game day parking, you were saying, is what, like it starts at 20 it bucks? It starts at 20 bucks. Okay, so it's a little bit of a tip to just walk across the street. Yeah, and, and they, as you heard before, there's a great patio, so you can go in there, grab some drinks, get some food, then walk down to uh, T-Mobile Arena right across the street and catch a game. Okay, another tip is someplace that Sean and I ate this week at the Fashion Show Mall. So when you think like dining and you're visiting Las Vegas, maybe you want to eat on the Strip. A lot of people don't think of going to the mall, but let me tell you, the Fashion Show has some good restaurants and they have a brand new Brazilian steakhouse. So if you love those kinds of steakhouses where you go, you have your little, 
you know, card that you turn over when you're ready to be served and then turn it over when you feel like you've had enough. Brazilian steakhouses are great if you love meat. I mean, they kept bringing out the meat. They had everything from chicken. Uh, They even actually had shrimp, but they had ribs and sausage and steak and even the little buns they serve along with it. Those cheesy little muffin things. Woo! Oh, those little rolls were so good. They were so soft and buttery and cheesy. And, <laughs> oh my gosh. They could have just kept bringing baskets and baskets of little rolls to our table. It was so yeah. good. So I don't know if I'm saying it right, but it's Galpeo Gaucho. And apparently there are other ones around the United States, but Las Vegas has one now. It's a Brazilian style. Grilled meats and salads are served too. They had a great salad bar there. So we know a lot of you really love those Brazilian steakhouses, so we thought it would be worth a mention. And really nice laid-back atmosphere in there too. I mean, there was a night uh, that we went was actually for the rebranding of the fashion show, and there was a DJ and everything like that. But when we walked in, we were like, wow, this is really nice, but it was great. Like the long tables and, and you know... Great, great atmosphere. Well, and always a, a great value, too, for what you spend on a, a dinner at these places. Like, it's all you can eat and all you can eat meat. And they always, the Brazilian steakhouse always has a great salad bar, too. They have like the meats, the salamis, and the cheeses, and great soups, mm, and of course, peppers, salad. And, yeah. Oh. Galpayo Gaucho. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Galpayo Gaucho. Yeah, G A L. P-A-O space G-A-U-C-H-O. All right? And then you can Google it and look it up. Hey, uh, episode 73. That's a wrap, Dana. Remember, you can get merch with your Vegas Revealed. Well, I say your. Our Vegas Revealed logo on it. And the hoodies are cool. The tank tops are cool. The t-shirts. Someone bought a t-shirt last week. We don't know who, but hopefully they'll snap a picture and, and send it to us. Hey, and you know what? The cool part about all of the designs that are in our Vegas Revealed store, you can find the link right down in our show notes, is that any of the designs that you like, it can be put on any piece of merchandise. You can put it on a baby onesie. You can put it on a t-shirt. You can put it on a sweatshirt. You can put it on a thermos, a tote bag. Mm -hmm. Right now, it's appropriate to put any design on a tank top. And before we go, just a quick shout out to Rob Lewis, who gave us a podcast donation last week. I'm not going to sit here and go on and on and embarrass him, but we just want to say thank you. We do appreciate it so much. It helps us. It does. It helps us keep doing what we're doing here on Vegas Revealed. And uh, thanks to Rob, we're going to be back so we can do it again for you on episode 74. All right. See you then, Captain. On behalf of the flight crew, thank you for flying with us and have a pleasant day. Let's go to Vegas. We'll stay up on Let's go with that.